0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to the Creative Assist Podcast and I'm your host Dexter. I appreciate you for tuning in. Also would appreciate it if you were to go ahead and subscribe and share, leave some feedback as well. Any questions or concerns you may have, hit us up on Twitter or on Instagram at Creative Assist and that's at C-R-E-A-T-V-A-S-S-I-S-T. And yeah, come join the dialogue man. We're always here for you. That's what it's about. Um, And today I sat down with Saskia Nielsen, man i really do hope i got her first name right she's gonna get me if not but (laughs) no but um she is the founder of hey saturday and hey tuesday she's been credited by time magazine the bbc and world renowned photographer martin parr for coining the term dating photography and she is the leading or they are and she is the leading industry expert in the uk europe and united states in that genre um, yeah, what a pro- what a what a profile, man! This is amazing. Um, we talk about dating photography, why it's so important, why you should know about it, her journey to where she is now, and understanding of uh, pricing, just to kind of better understand like how to price, how to package uh, stuff like that for you guys. Uh, we also talk about how niching down. Uh, grew her business um started and grew her business and how i can do the same thing for you guys so plenty of actionable advice um and man i'm just going through her photos right now on hey saturday and really it they capture these people in their element um i see a guy here riding a bike i see uh somebody here shopping i see a guy in front of a bar i just see people enjoying themselves and that's what it's all about when it comes to portrait taking and working with people man so you love to see it (laughs) um Yeah, I know you guys are gonna really enjoy this one and let's get into it. Good morning, Saskia. How are you?
1: Oh hi, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really excited actually. I awesome. normally get to go on um like dating podcasts and stuff, but so it's quite good to go on a creative one.
0: Oh, awesome, yeah, I know, right? Um and yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm I'm glad to have you on here as well. Uh very new genre to me. Uh that's why it's like Uh, I've been trying to figure out (laughs) how exactly this dating photography type of thing, and it goes and stuff, and I've been seeing your post, um, and I've been noticing, you know, the awesome portraits and stuff you've been posting like that. Um, Yeah. So, like, tell us a little bit about, like, you know, your backstory, how you even got into photography to begin with.
1: Well, um... I guess when when I'm not one of these people who has been doing it from a young age because my family's like really really creative and they're artists and painters and stuff and I could never draw so I just thought oh god I'm really not creative so it's about like when I was about um it's like mid-30s and I quit clubbing so I used to go clubbing a lot and then when I stopped clubbing and that used to take up all my weekends. Uh, you know, when I stopped, I was kind of like, all oh, right, okay, well, what do I do with myself now? What do I do with my weekends? Uh, they were kind of a bit um, empty without the, you know, dancing, clubbing, hanging out with friends and stuff. So I decided to give photography a go. It was literally a short course, um, but I did it at St. Martin's, um, which is one of London's, well, one of the UK's most famous um, Art schools and it's absolutely brilliant, and I was just hooked from then. Uh, so I basically I was just doing it as a hobby for years, um, and I use Meetup. Do you know Meetup? Meetup.com.
0: Oh, I haven't, I haven't, haven't heard of it. Um, okay, I don't know it's if it's quite, in US or no, but...
1: Yeah, it's quite widely used here. Like if you're into anything, you can find groups locally that. we'll do stuff around that thing uh so i i did lots of photography meetups which was really good to help me experiment like with what kind of photography i was really into because i think it's not always obvious when you start because there's so many different types um and i realized i love shooting people and i started getting really good feedback and posting on social media which was just starting around about there i suppose Mm. um so um Yeah. And I was getting really good feedback. So yeah, when I was working, I was uh, working back in 2012, working really hard uh, on stuff around the Olympics over here. And um, when I quit, I I, I kind of like one day just decided I was going to quit because I was just so exhausted from all this Olympic related stuff. So in 2013, I quit my job and I didn't really have a clear plan. But in the three months notice that I had to work because my boss made me, (laughs) I... um, Started coming up with a business plan and I knew I was going to do photography because it was my, you know, my passion at that point. And everyone kept saying to me, oh, Saskia, you're going to do wedding photography. And I was just like, wait, what? (laughs) Wedding photography? And I think that's because a lot of photographers, when they go into photography, do wedding photography. But it just didn't sit with who I am as a person. Like I'm quite old now and I've never even been married. It's not really something, it's just not my bag. But it was really good having that question because it made me um, ask myself like, well, what am I into? Who am I? Where, you know, right. What do I know about? And I realized that I'd, instead of getting married, I had actually done eight years of online dating. And um, it just kind of made me think about the experiences that I'd had and all the bad photos I'd seen. And I, I just had a kind of light bulb moment where I thought, my God, imagine if you went online, created a profile with just like really amazing photos, what would happen? You know? yeah. And so I decided to give it a go. I decided to create this genre. I did lots of research and I couldn't find anyone doing it in the world. And I just thought, <laughs> I'm not sure why that is. Is that because it's a no no go or is it just no one's thought of it but I thought you know I was convinced it was going to work because I'd worked in kind of the marketing department at Sky TV and when they do marketing they basically use one really strong powerful image and they maybe put three words with it and that's how they sell and that was back then and they're probably still doing it now and that to me is you know people are drawn to really strong images that's what they want to see especially if it's anything online uh, so I I kind of decided to give that a go. <laughs> I was literally like, okay, I'm gonna launch a dating photography business. It's a thing now, people. So yeah, when I launched it, obviously no one. It wasn't a Google. It wasn't something people Googled. Uh, right. It wasn't a thing. So I had to start talking about it and start treating it like it was an actual genre. And eventually got recognized by you know picked up by Time Magazine the BBC. And even wow. Martin Parr, who's one of our most famous photographers in the UK, uh he kind of recognised that it's this new genre.
0: Wow, that's that wow. crazy. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. So you coined that whole you coined the genre.
1: I did. That's something yes. else.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, it's so it's so crazy because it's it's something that you would think is what we do all the time, right? But you just made it into a genre. I mean, of course, we need to take we take photos you know and we make sure that they're good ones to you know either i want to attract a woman or a man like i gotta make yeah. sure i look good in all my pictures and i'd, I'd never i wouldn't i wouldn't have thought that you know it wasn't a genre
1: <laughs> well the thing is you're you're a creative so you probably would think like that but the majority yeah. of people just use really bad photos and don't oh, think oh yeah don't yeah. think that it reflects badly on them they don't understand but yeah as creatives or as photographers certainly you're not going to be going online using really bad photos of yourself because straight away you get the importance of the power of the image but yeah if you look at if you go online dating and you you know your average person on there is using blurry iphone pics where people have got red eye and you know it's pixelated or the holiday snaps from 10 years ago i mean they're still doing that and uh, you know and then they're wondering why they're not getting many matches online right So yeah, it's just, I think it's just the creatives who kind of see the value, but they're starting to see it now. There's definitely been a shift. So I launched the business like just about the same time Tinder came about and Uh Tinder really helped, um, kind of build the momentum behind what I'm doing because I think, people started to realize, okay, yeah, I'm not getting any attention here. People are just swiping. How can I make people stop and look at my profile? And it's certainly not going to be the writing. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> the easiest way to do that is by using good images. So people yeah, are start, starting to get there.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. Wow. Uh, so um, like, like you said, the... There's, there's an important, there's an importance uh, to having really strong images when people are swiping through Tinder or whatever it may be. Um, So what do you look for? uh, Or what do people look for when they come to you just to create a whole entire portfolio? Or is it just one picture for their profile picture? Like, how does that go? Uh,
1: So they usually come, I would say the majority of people come to us and they have literally no good photos of themselves. Um, And that's, fairly common um and we're we're in the uk and we're also in um, new york and la at the moment as Amazing. well uh, so we're spreading so i'm talking kind of a bit us as well not just uk but yeah they'll come to us and they literally have no good photos so men are particularly particularly struggle so i the majority i'd say our, our clients are probably 70 percent male uh 30 percent female um, and men really struggle because they just never take photos of each other. Women might have a couple of good ones. There'll still be amateur shots, but they might be a lot better because you know girls t- do tend to take photos of each other quite a lot. Yeah. Um, well, certainly more than guys, but guys never have good photos. So they'll come to us and they're literally like, I don't know what to do. People are just swiping over me. No one's, no one's interested. Can you help me stand out in my profile? Um, and so uh, they kind of recognize that having good quality photos is like the quickest and smartest way to do that and then what we specialize in I mean the importance of dating photography as well is about creating authentic photos so Mm -hmm. if you've not done online dating ever what you may not realize is that a lot of people use photos that are a little bit uh, well they're not exactly true (laughs) so they might have lost they might have put on a couple of stone or they might have lost their hair or Uh, or they might be 10 years older and they're using the photos of themselves when they were, you know, two stone lighter, they had a head full of hair, right? (laughs) They were 10 years younger. And then when they, they think that if they turn up on the date, they're going to attract that person. But actually that person already feels deceived. So it's it's just not going to work. So the importance of good dating photos as well is kind of creating photos that capture people in an authentic way it's so important so that they look like they would on a first date. Right. Yeah. That's okay, really yeah.
0: And then because as a guy, I have no, no type of photos of myself. And if I yeah. do, and like, you're
1: a photographer as well, aren't you? So that's even a yeah. great, it's although crazy. actually photographers are even worse <laughs> loads of photographers don't like having their
0: photos yeah they? no 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 we enjoy just being behind the camera when it comes yeah. to in front it's like eh, I don't it's know serious. about that one <laughs> <laughs> but no like really I don't have any type of photos of myself if I do it's probably a self portrait or something like that so I could see it would be very useful for me too to have something I think everyone should have something professional of them um, to display on their LinkedIn or Absolutely. You know, for anything you just never know Um.
1: Absolutely. I actually have another business called Hey Tuesday. So Hey Saturday is for dating. And then Hey Tuesday, I set up because I realized a lot of our clients were saying, Oh, by the way, I'd really like to get some headshots for my like business profile. Do you do that as well? But I want them to be in the same style as Hey Saturday. So kind of like colourful show me as warm and approachable so I launched hey tuesday and it's it's very similar to hey saturday but
0: oh, that's you know, smart that's it's smart. slightly that's more good. formal yeah but, that's yeah. good <laughs> and that,
1: yeah and, and because you know if you're online and you want and you need to have a personal brand which everyone should be and is
0: oh for sure these days
1: looking good otherwise people are just going to write you off
0: yeah these days it's important for personal branding to have something Absolutely. yeah yeah um I want to take it back a little. Um, when it comes to like on shoot, you know, you're on location yeah. with your client and stuff. How do you get them to open up? I know. Cause some people might be shy. Yeah. Um, so
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, spend,
0: <laughs> you spend like a, a day with them beforehand. Uh, like what's the process of, um, you know, making someone I guess loose enough to just do whatever and just be comfortable with themselves.
1: Yeah. So, um, So we've got about, Hey Saturday's got about 16 photographers and they're all obviously excellent portrait photographers. But the most important thing is they have like awesome personalities um, that are just like, they're, they're very interested in clients. They're very warm, they're very approachable and they're very good at getting people to kind of relax. So our clients, I would say are quite a lot of them. So probably, about at least eighty percent are completely like, out of their comfort zone when they come to us for a shoot they 're nervous they don 't they don't actually want to do it, but they 're doing it because they 're so motivated to find the love of their life or you know a husband oh. or a wife or, or just to, someone to you know go out with more so they 're very motivated, but it 's not something they want to do, so they might kind of turn up. Like, oh God, help me, I don't know what to do. So our photographers have to be so good at drawing them out of themselves. So in our processes, we kind of send them a welcome pack where we go into how the shoot will work, uh, what they can bring and where and things like that. And then we send them a a pre-shoot questionnaire, which is kind of a fun online questionnaire. Uh, It's quite visual to look at. And it's got about 10 questions and they're questions like, um, what's inspiring you right now? Uh, what's playing on repeat on your iPod, who's your style icon, what do you love about yourself? Um, So things like that. So some people will find it very difficult to answer. That gives us a clue as to what they're like, actually. Um, But it... The first thing it does really is make people kind of just stop and, t- and start to think about their shoot. Because what we find is everyone's so busy with work and their social lives and and they'll book a shoot in and then suddenly it's the day before, they've not thought about it, they don't know what, you know. So mm-hmm. we need them to just take a moment to think and prepare. So this, this kind of pre-shoot questionnaire makes them go, oh, okay, these questions, I wasn't expecting that. What do I love about myself? Okay, and then, but it's really good because it gets them to start thinking about you know, their personal brand. We ask them, what do you want your photos to say about you? Um, What would your friends, how would your friends describe you? Um, So it really kind of, and what they're into, we find out about their passions. And so it's really good for them. They're starting to really dig deep into who they are and they can bring that with them to the shoot. But it also helps the photographers start to learn uh, who who their clients are. Because our clients are literally anybody, as you can imagine. Yeah. the, the only criteria is they're single. So, <laughs> we, you know, we've had, our oldest client been 76. Our youngest has probably been 20. Uh, so we've got a whole spectrum of um, kind of race, religion, uh, gender, you know everything. So um, th- it's really important that the clients take the time to fill out the questionnaire. Absolutely. And Absolutely. then our photographers on the shoot will basically, you know, connect with them over something they've written, and they're just like lo- they're just lovely women. You know, they're the kind of people you just want to chew the fat with.
0: Yeah, so, I just want to um, open up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
1: we we get we always get such amazing feedback from our clients after the shoot. Uh, because basically, that they say we were dreading it, and then it turned out to be like really, really good fun. So that to me, you know, I know I've done done the work when when that when they respond like that.
0: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like the
1: ultimate, yeah. It's like makes me very happy to hear that.
0: Oh, it's good to hear, and uh, yeah, it's super important. I think um, I, I think that's something that kind of goes unnoticed as photographers or creatives when it comes to connecting with people. Um people don't understand or maybe not see the process of building somebody up to where they're confident enough to take a photo or maybe if yeah. you're working with a model just the prep work you have to put into it beforehand absolutely either you're creating a mood board vision board whatever it may be um to, you know prep to get ready getting character because our lives are crazy so it's it's kind of difficult to focus in on that one shoot now so yeah yeah that prep work is key
1: it, it really is actually. And a lot of our clients are very vulnerable when they come to us as well. You know, some of them have just you know, come through a horrible divorce or right. they've just been dumped by the boyfriend or, you know, so we get a lot of people who are quite vulnerable. So that's, that's things you were saying about self-love is so important. Um, and that we, we talk about that in our welcome pack and actually on Instagram, I post a lot about self-love because, uh, I, we notice that different if if a client turns up with zero self love it doesn 't matter what they look like <laughs> they 're just they 're not going <laughs> to come across well whereas if a client is really confident again it doesn 't matter what they look like they come across in the shoot as amazing so basically confidence when you 're kind of dating confidence is a real level it levels the playing field you don 't have to be the hottest person in the room you just have to have like kind of really good uh, confidence levels, and you'll nail it. So we really focus on getting them to, to kind of build their self-confidence for the shoot and also for dating, uh, it's oh, so yeah. important.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah, that, that, that's, that's pretty key. Um, yeah. Now, with, with, I kind of want to take it back a little bit more. Um, I heard something that stood out to me when you were telling, um, when you were telling your backstory. Um, you were getting into groups, you say, with people who, um, you know, were photographers as well. And that's how you yeah. kind of found what you really enjoyed doing. Yeah. So talk a little bit about what's the uh, importance to you uh, when it comes to networking and finding that, I guess, finding that niche and sticking to that.
1: Um, I think, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not very well networked. So I have to say I'm better networked in the dating industry than the photography industry, which I realize is, Probably not great, but I, but then I I network with all my photo the photographers who work for Hey Saturday and Hey Tuesday, so that's good. But I found yeah, I mean, I found Meetup really good when I was starting out because I just had well I didn't know what I was doing. I had very little confidence, zero confidence, and I was just looking around. And you kind of get lost down rabbit holes of amazing photography work online, and you're like, I'm never going to be like that, you know. Uh, yeah. um, so when you connect with others and share kind of experiences and share tips and and things, it's re- you know it, it's it's fantastic. And I would say uh, the meetup really helped me. 'Cause I was like when I first started I was like, I don't know what I like doing. Do I like street? Do I like you know, what what, yeah. what? What I doing here? And uh, so I tried out lots of different meetups. And the minute I did like a fashion shoot with models, I was like, "Oh my God, this is it! I'm actually, <laughs> <laughs> I love this. yeah I love working with people and the fashion particularly." But when I came to set up the business, I was kind of like, "Okay, fashion, I'm not sure <laughs> if I'm gonna be able to just step into a, like a fashion photography route." Also, that, I mean, I loved I love doing the shoot, but I don't know much about fashion. That
0: so, makes sense.
1: Yeah. So I, that kind of Scared me, but it's more. I keep that as a kind of hobby. But I wanted to stick to something that I was still massively interested in, but that I um, knew a lot about, and so that was dating. Okay, so I'd obviously had lots of experience. So I think um, for photographers, when they're kind of figuring out their uh, genre or their specialty, which uh, or their niche, which is super important, um, that um, kind of working out what you love um, and yeah. but but uh finding out what's commercial
0: as well is like really important absolutely and so, um I, it's funny cuz i have the same background as you i uh coming into photography i didn't really feel too creative and i still don't feel uh as creative as some other amazing photographers i see out here that are doing all yeah. these crazy tricks with their camera and yeah it's like theatrical i'm not that type of creative but what i no, do know neither. what i <laughs> what i do know is i can solve a problem that you may have through photographs Oh, yes. Like, that's kind of the mentality I had, um, you know, starting my business and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and for me, uh, I, like starting up, you know, like you, people were saying, hey, get in the wedding. It just wasn't me. Or yeah. hey, get into this and that. It just wasn't me. And I love fashion, too. I always work with, um, you know, other clothing brands to create lookbooks and stuff yeah,
1: like that. Yeah, fantastic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And um, so from there, it was hard for me to stick to that because I'm not really high fashion, yeah. I'm not, you know, so I didn't, I couldn't find my, my zone.
1: Yeah.
0: And eventually I found uh, products, you know, cause e-commerce is big and I was like, okay,
1: mm, absolutely. Cool.
0: I have a, I have a lifestyle background. I have a fashion background. I can blend this in with some product and we'll see what happens. And it's been pretty well. So yeah.
1: yeah. That's the thing. You, you kind of looked at your interests and you found the sweet spot with like what's commercial and what's going to work. And I think that's where maybe some photographers struggle is like, well i think a lot of them try to do everything which is hard because everyone's out there trying to do everything but if you can find what you know ideally one thing that you're into but that also you can see is going to make money it's so if it solves a problem for someone like you said so you solve problems through photography so do i like i have people who want to get online to start a dating profile and they're like, oh my God, I've got no photos. Problem number one. Oh, here's a company <laughs> that solves that problem. Sorted. So I, when I set it up, I thought people, I think people will part with money for this. And I took a gamble on it, but I was right. And also the dating industry is a massive growth industry. I mean, it is huge. It's like 90 billion or something. Wow. Around the world. Yes. So I also chose an industry that is a growth industry. And I think fashion and music are probably tricky at the moment because well no not fashion perhaps music and you know yeah. there are industries that are a lot kind of rockier than others but yeah if you can kind of zone in on a, on a niche that also crosses with an industry that's kind of growing then that, that really
0: helps yeah absolutely yeah uh, it's really important that um that they do find something that is profitable at the end of the day because you know like, like you said they have a lot of con- they have a lot more competition when they try and do everything you, if you try to yeah. do wedding portrait senior portrait do all these different fields then you have 10 times the competition so. absolutely
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean that was that was always my ethos i think because um I, when i When I was setting up six years ago i every website I was looking at looked the same to me i mean they looked they had different styles of photos and things, but the services they off they were offering were the same and so i guess I, i've never been i 've always been different i've I grew up mixed race in in kind of white Britain back in the seventies basically it was very white back then so i've always and i 'm also six foot tall uh, so i've always stood out i 've always been different people have always stared at me. And I think when I came to running my own business, I kind of thought, well, you know what? I always stand out. So I'm going to stand out in business as well. I, I, you know, right. I, that's who I am. I want to, I, I want to, I've got to be different to everyone else because I've always been different to everyone else. Um, and so, yeah, it's finding a way to make your, you, you, yourself stand out. And I think niching is the best way to do that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you said something important right there too, is you owned yourself because picking a niche isn't really just about like picking a topic because it, it kind of sums up who you are as a person too, right? Your personality. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So. It needs to be an authentic, if, if you need to be authentic in business if you're going to really make an impact, I think. Absolutely. And I think that's what, why it's always worked for me because I am somebody who did online dating for eight years, which is a long time. So <laughs> I know my shiz, do you know what I mean?
0: I understand. So, uh,
1: yeah. So, and and I, and the good thing about that is I really know my client. Like I know how my clients live, eat, and breathe. You know, because I was that person for a long time, and then and I was successful at it. I ended up finding my like long term boyfriend, and I've got step kids, and oh, so amazing. I know online dating can work. You know.
0: Oh okay. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, amazing to hear, man. Um, I do want to switch gears here a little. Um, yeah because you know this is a this is a topic and I, I know you're probably well versed on this as well we've had a conversation on Twitter about this a little bit um, but what's your opinion on um, pricing or I guess how to set your value as a photographer because oftentimes I'll see people do a lot of stuff for just a couple of bucks and I don't know if people are doing this for competition or if, <laughs> or if they're doing this because uh, they, they think that's their worth I, I don't know
1: Yeah, I mean, when I I set up, I didn't, I was new to running a business, I I was new to the photography world, so I kind of, I had a quick look around at what everyone was doing, but I thought I don't want to get bogged down in comparisons, because actually I'm doing something that's very different, so I I kind of, I did it on my worth, and the value to the client, and I was like, I kind of weighed up, what am I worth, and what value am I giving? And I came up with a a price structure. I then noticed other companies copying what I'm doing and undercutting me. That's fine, that's quite normal. But now I think there are a lot, there seem to be a lot of companies that are just ridiculously cheap. Yeah. Uh, I I was going to name some, but I probably shouldn't, should I? But, (laughs) uh, you know, like there's one in um, New York at the moment where they just offer free shoots and you, you get the shoot for free and you buy the photos for $15. I'm like, what?
0: Whoa. Wow. Oh,
1: oh, you know, uh, and, but again, it's a, it's like a photography hub. So they, they connect people to different photographers around New York and, um, and it could be cover all sorts of things. So I think I don't, you know, they're not, a, I don't think they're a direct competitor to me cause I'm so niche, but, um, right. but, uh, it's just the pricing is going to cause a lot of problems for other photographers who are trying to run good quality businesses because, um, you know, they're just, um, they're just like ridiculous. Like, yeah. How, how, are, how are people meant to make a living off that? There must be hidden catches. I don't know. <laughs> but I've noticed there are a lot of companies that are doing really, really cheap. They're the kind of big companies that are hubs and like firing off, like directing people to photographers.
0: Yeah. I'm not a little bit like me. mine,
1: but I, our, our service is, is different in that all our photographers are trained by me and are dating photographers. So it's different. These are just random photographers around the globe. And they, you know, and so I don't know how much money those photographers are actually making. Um, but and I think the thing with those companies is that they do like a really fast turnaround so they send off the photos to India to be um, edited, which is wow. just not something I would ever do. But that means they can then do a 24-hour turnaround time. You know, right. obviously it's really cheap. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, that sort of thing, you know, every time a new company like that comes up, I have a little mini panic. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> what's going to do for me? But then I'm like, well, I'm all about quality. Hey, Saturday is quality. And, you know, if people want good quality images, then they're going to pay for them. Absolutely. If they just, and you know, and I, and I don't want to compete with those people who don't care about quality. They just want lots and lots of photos that haven't even been edited properly. And, yeah. you know, I mean, if I tried to send our photographers photos off for editing in India, there would be a backlash because they're artists, you know, the, the editing is part of their process. The digital darkroom room is half of their work to create the, the beautiful image at the end. So, you 100%. know, you've got to respect the photographers. So I just feel like those kind of companies are just like, I don't, I don't even know what they're doing, but I, I really don't like it. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> but I'm, not I, worried. I, I'm
1: not worried for, for me because yeah. and I, I guess other photographers shouldn't worry too much. As long as you know your brand and your or your worth and your quality and you deliver that, um, you know, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, always good. People, there's always going to be people who are going to go cheap and low quality and then they're always going to be people who who want you know the, the best at the right
0: of, price of course and you said something very important that you're standing on the fact that you know you you know your work is quality i mean you know the effort you guys you know you and your team put into what you do and the amount of care yeah. and passion you put into it Absolutely. and that makes a huge difference in the end result and these people who are you know charging like you said i don't know 15 bucks for each picture or whatever it might be doing stuff for free uh, they're going to, you know, even they, even though they can create the work also as a photographer, it's about relationship building too. So you mm-hmm. can have repeat clients and stuff like that. So oftentimes like those companies might not get a repeat customer. They might not care about the connection of the person, which is, I think is a huge part of photography, um, yeah, to totally. people and, you know, create quality work for good people and have a, a longer, you know, standing, uh, relationship uh, business wise with with the person and it, maybe even further than that, I see sometimes people you know photographers will have a client where it turns into an actual friendship or you know whatever it may be,
1: oh yeah definitely,
0: so I mean yeah, like I think when you play the game of um you know being on standing on quality and putting your pricing at a higher point, that opens it up for I guess playing a longer term game compared yeah. to just cheap cheapening out <laughs> I don't
1: know yeah and I, th- I think you've you know as a photographer or as a creative you 've got to decide what you're, what you 're selling, what your quality is, what your brand is, what you know, are you a good quality brand, or are you actually going for the the cheap and cheerful you know you know yeah. there may be some photographers out there who are like, well actually I, you know i 'm happy to do the cheap and cheerful packages." and you know but whatever it is know your brand and stick to that and um you know don't understand yourself because of competition yeah like have a good you know a good product a good service and then you can be confident that you're going to deliver on you know you'll find your people (laughs) if you don't want to
0: Oh, absolutely, and, and
1: the people who don't belong with you will go to the cheap and <laughs> go to the other clients. So that,
0: that's how it always goes, you know. Like whoever is willing, to, people are going to be willing to pay the higher price just because of the way it's perceived, anyway. So yeah, you'll find your people eventually.
1: I <laughs> it. I think that's why brands is so important. Like you know, whatever whatever your company is is, or you know what stage it's at, you need a brand because your brand is what. make people choose you over the next photographer so it's really important to know to know your brand and what that stands for
0: yeah absolutely um and you know even for the uh even for the freelancers i'll i'll see you know them charge super cheap but i don't think that they know their value Uh, so what what helped you understand i guess like your worth or like that stepping stone of confidence to now charge something that you know is worth it for yourself
1: god that's a good question uh well when I first started out when I trying to figure out my worth um
0: take your time <laughs> It's a loaded question, I know, and it was
1: really, you know, it was really really hard, and I did start to look at other photographers yeah other company other photographers' websites, and I thought no, and actually a lot of them didn't put the pricing on back then. I remember that. So I was like, oh, you've, you go onto this website and you've got no idea how much a shoot costs. Well, that's frustrating for a start. Uh, and that to me, I, I basically created my business the way I'd want it to be if I was you know, using that service. So okay. I was like, right, well, whatever price I have, I'm going to put it on my website because that's just really frustrating if you get to their website and you don't know what it is. Um, especially if you want them to make us buy something straight away, which I did. But um yeah i took i guess I took a risk um but i i did i did a lot of research actually around the psychology of money so you know it said things like make sure the number ends in a seven or a four, so you know i've got one six seven as a as a price, <laughs> and the mentality around that you know. 200 is obviously you know going to put people right off if it was 200 pounds or 200 dollars yeah uh and you know 170 sounds a lot but 167 sounds more like 150 so you know
0: yeah it's funny how that works
1: kind of round it down and go oh well it's only about 150 you know so there's a definite reason reasoning around the kind of fee and uh and how you know the the exact numbers that you use and things like that so i did that on with psychology but yeah to to get the to get to that point though i did understand my you know i had to go right well i'm i believe i'm worth this because right. they're getting that right i don't know if this is going to work but i'm going to put it out there.
0: <laughs> yeah we'll see it's about uh it's about testing like any business you know testing, you yeah. to test out and see who's willing to pay and who's willing not to and uh, you'll be able yeah. to kind of narrow down who's going to use your services and who's not. Uh, I had that same process. Um, I always used to undercut myself. Um, I was yeah. used to. I was used to charge. <laughs> I used to charge. I
1: feel that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I used to charge maybe like fifty bucks for a couple hours, which which now I look at it and I'm like, man, I can't survive. But what, oh, what was I yeah. doing? What was I yeah. doing? So, I, it was a long process of just kind of understanding myself for one, and then now that I'm older, I understand a little bit more about business too. And I did the same thing you did. I uh, researched a little bit about like how money, you know, how people perceive money and the psychology behind it. Yeah, and very I have,
1: important, I think.
0: Very, and I have um the pricing system I have right now. It, instead of three hundred, it would be like two ninety nine or two two ninety seven. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> it works.
0: Yeah, it works. And it's, it, a
1: men- it's a mental shift that people go. All oh, right, yeah, that's that's cheap. But if you put a yeah. three hundred, they're like, oh, I don't
0: know about that. Yeah, see, because that looks <laughs> that that looks like a lot. Seeing those three zero zero or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. um. Also, too, uh, just understanding how to package things, like keep adding the benefits as you go. I think that's something that photographers don't understand. And they try and, I guess, over package themselves. So they do Mm. a bunch of different prints and a bunch of different, like they get like 50 black and whites, you get 50 colors, you yeah, get like yeah. 20 prints, you get, a, I don't know, whatever else for a couple yeah. of dollars. I, I,
1: yeah. I remember when I was starting, I, like, the other thing I learned when I was reading up about the psychology is that people don't like choice. So, you know, you've got to make things simple. So if you're like starting from scratch and going, right, what are my packages going to look like? Pick three to have, don't pick five, don't pick seven, don't pick four. You know, because people are just going I don't, I don't know which one should i have and then you're lo- you've lost them the time it takes them to think about whereas if you go i have three packages everyone goes to the middle one so right like we sell like mm, i would say probably 85 percent of the packages i sell as the middle one so the book i was reading at the time i think it was um uh oh i can't remember anyway um it says that um, if one, wh- whichever packet you want package you want to sell the most of, put that in the middle. And <laughs> It's so true. So I did that, and that was exactly what happened. So nice. your middle package is the one that's going to sell the most. But the minute you put four packages out there, then you know people are like, uh, okay, I don't know which one to go for. <laughs> Go
0: for this. And then much.
1: what they'll do is they'll write to you and they'll be like, I don't know which package to get. don't And it's wasting time. Or what you want them to do is look at your site and book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So yeah, I think with packages, And then also I, I was very much like, I want to keep things simple, mainly for me so I could keep the information in my head. So, you know, I just set a certain amount of time, a certain amount of images they get at the end and a certain amount of eight, um, outfit changes. And that's it. That is the package. Right. Um, and that kept it really simple, um, and they get digital files at the end. That's it, because it's it's a dating, it's for dating apps and stuff. So that worked. Um, right. But yeah, I think the more complicated the packages are, the more you're going to lose potential clients as they kind of get bogged down in the detail and get lost in which one should I choose?
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. You might give them too many choices. It's no.
1: people don't like choice.
0: No, for some reason, right? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I do want to ask you, um, you know, aside from all this, um, you know, work stuff and, you know, you, you're running your business and all this client work. Recently, I was asked a pretty good question on Twitter. Uh, I forgot his name. Otherwise, I would say it. But um, it was a pretty good question because he, he said most photographers, they feel like they can't. They get stressed out because of all the client work and they don't have fun to do other stuff. Like if they enjoy landscapes or walking around the city, whatever it may be. Do you feel that way? Do you have like a, a, a time that you set to do your own like personal fun creative work, uh, or do you not care?
1: <laughs> oh, that is such a good question. And uh, if you'd asked me that last year, it'd have been like hell no, I don't have time. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I would say I I almost would say that I'm not. I don't really see myself as a photographer mainly now. I'm more of a business person. Um, So, but actually I love the business side, so it's absolutely fine. But I think for someone else who loves the photography and not the business side, it's probably more of a challenge, but I kept saying I must do my own personal projects and it never happened because I was so busy, busy. Uh, but my partner's actually starting the business, starting to work with me part time now taking all the stuff that I hate, like legal and finance <laughs> and stuff like that, all the nerdy stuff yeah. uh, so I am doing more of my own personal stuff it's it is actually for the business but it 's um i 'm doing shoots with um people for fun uh, that I will then use on our blog, and so i 'm not charging them uh, but right. and that gives me the freedom to just do what I want with them, basically. And just, um, you know, I don't have to worry about, oh, they're a client. Because I do, ultimately, I do love shooting people. Um, so uh, that, yeah. you know, there is, I don't, you know, I'm not a street photographer or landscape. It's all about people.
0: It's all about the people. Yeah. And, and your yeah. job is already with the people. So it's like, yeah yeah i have the same perspective as you i honestly enjoy running a business um so there's really no issue for me to worry about like personal projects and stuff like that but i um i do come from like a landscape background you know i'm ah. born introvert so to me just how a- are you yeah me too <laughs> how do you do the podcast then if you're a born
1: introvert you're pretty good at
0: it <laughs> yeah, this is new, this is new. <laughs> this <laughs> is new Yeah. um but but yeah like so for me always doing landscape work um it's just like I had no real, I guess I don't have an itch to kind of do landscape work because I'm so happy with the business. But yeah, if you were to ask yeah. me a couple of years ago, I would have been like, man, this is too stressful. I need time to, uh, you know, be alone, be away from people. But nowadays yeah. I, I love being with people. Like it's the number one thing for me because I know the value I create, either it'll be rewarded yeah. back to me with, within money or within a good personal relationship. So I don't know. Yeah. There's always this thing t- to me where like I have no problem being out here and doing yeah. So
1: I love what you're doing by the way. Absolutely. I
0: appreciate it.
1: Connecting people. Fantastic. Yeah,
0: I appreciate that. Um but yeah, it's funny how we have the same viewpoint.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah no, I, lo- I love I love I, I love the business side of stuff and I think that has really helped me be successful. So I'm thankful for that. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, the photography side gets kind of less and less now, but um but that really suits me. And I yeah. still get to do I get to do the fun stuff now rather than client work
0: which Oh, of course. More. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, man well i really do appreciate you for coming on it was a great conversation i learned a lot of things i didn't ha- i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> oh really
1: oh thank you <laughs> um
0: before we do go though i, I do want to ask you do you have a maybe like uh, in a, a couple of steps for maybe people who want to get into photography um maybe they're like struggling finding out who they are whatever it may be just you know some some quick tips on you know getting into the business
1: um yeah so i think um i've kind of got three tips that i'd probably recommend and the first one is something i talked about quite a bit which is to find your niche so um i think uh, where a lot of photographers well a lot of creatives might go wrong is trying to do too much uh and be too many things to too many people and that is so hard then to market yourself uh at, you know so if you find your niche it's then becomes so much easier and, and, um, and also you find a niche that intersects with your passion and interests but also you know has there's a commercial side to it so there is a way that people are going to part with money you're solving a problem so it needs to connect with you and your passions but it needs to make money as well but once you've got a niche then you just do that one thing and do that one thing really really well and get known for it And boom, your, you know, clients will come to to you basically. So that would be my number one tip. And then I would say um, another kind of action step is when you're building a business is to put yourself in the heart, mind and shoes of your ideal client. So for me, I knew my, I knew single people inside and out. I've been single and dating online for a long time. So I knew how they felt. I knew where they hang out online. I knew what they're into. And that meant when I was kind of, uh, creating my brand and and um, creating my marketing plan and my PR strategy. I knew where those people were. I knew how to reach them. So that's really important. Um, and, and you kind of know what problem they have. In fact, knowing all that will help you yeah. um, throughout the whole of running your business and setting it up. If you know how they feel at every stage of that, you're you're kind of sorted really. Mm, and then. Finally, I would say, be the face of your brand, which you're very good at, actually, Dexter. So um, I think, you know, you need, developing the brand is really, really key because brand is basically everything. It's everything you do, everything you say, every email you send, like, needs to be on brand. So, like, hey, Saturday's got, like, my brand values are cool, professional, fun, and bold. So I try to be that in every interaction uh, that I have and also our photographers have and the business has. Um, and you, you, I think the best brands are the ones where you kind of feel like you know someone from that brand, the face behind it. If it's just a faceless business, I don't think people are, buy into that. It, you need to create an emotional connection. So I right. am an introvert. I hate doing like, you know, I hate putting myself out there really. Actually, <laughs> I don't. I hate the idea of it. When I do it, I'm actually fine.
0: I understand that. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so
1: I hate the idea. I'm like, oh no. But actually, I, I yeah, be, people know me, you know, know that there's me behind the brand and it makes them feel kind of warmer towards me, I think. I think people buy from someone that they know, like, and trust. So Absolutely. You need to, get yourself out there and get and let people get to know who you are and get them to like you by giving them content or you know giving them you know advice and content and then once they know and like you they'll trust you and then they're gonna buy from you
0: right yeah Mm -hmm. so so
1: yeah Yeah. those are my tips (laughs)
0: That's that's great that's good info really appreciate it no worries. And also uh, for the people listening, I, I did, cause I was so stuck in conversation. I did forget to mention that. Yes. Her business is called Hey Saturday, uh, which is the dating profiles. Uh, correct. And then, yeah,
1: that's right. Right. My and, yeah. yeah.
0: And then Hey Tuesday is the one was uh professional uh, headshots. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Great. Great. And uh, where can the people find you?
1: Uh, so I'm on Twitter at Saskia underscore Nelson. And that's as me, the face behind the brand. Or uh, at Sat Night All Right. I actually changed my, my brand name years ago. So that's Sat Night All Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Or you can find me at uh, heysaturday.co or on Instagram at Instagram heysaturday.co.
0: Oh, awesome. I really do appreciate you for coming on. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. It was, it was a good conversation. I'd like to have you uh, back on.
1: Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I really uh-huh. enjoyed it thanks Dexter
0: no problem take
1: care
0: bye all right and that will wrap up today's episode man I really do appreciate y'all for tuning in I hope you gained some value in this episode um you know feel free to go ahead and share and spam that thing everywhere on Instagram on Twitter I want to see who's listening out here so mention us we'll show you some love you know how we give it up you know you know we're all about sharing and support one another so feel free to do so man um and yeah, we'll see you guys next Friday with another episode of the Creative Assist Podcast. Until then, take care.